Welcome back to the Snack Walls Podcast. I'm Mike Roberts, your host, and we're here to talk about increasing and maintaining diversity in tech beyond the perks. While companies think they can lure people in with unlimited PTO and dogs in the office, we're here to talk about how you keep them. All right, I'm going to throw out a special guest today. In a few sentences, can you tell us who you are and what it is that you do? Hi, Mike. This is Christine Rogers. I'm the president and COO of Aspireship. And Aspireship is um, a platform that we created and a course for individuals that want to get into SaaS sales to take it, complete it, get certified. And then um, we match them with great companies that are looking to hire um, great talent. Awesome. I know of a few outfits that are kind of doing something similar. Um, There's a few up in the Bay Area. There's one I really love in Chicago. It's called Rework Training. And Mm -hmm. they help folks um, basically take like a weekend course and then get into doing SaaS sales um, or just software sales in general. So Mm -hmm. very near and dear to my heart because I think it's a great way for people to to get into a space that's growing and um, lots of opportunities. So. Yeah, I, it, there's so much there and so many opportunities for people to jump in and get and sales is so much fun. So this is this has been great fun for us. Absolutely. So I'm hearing from some leaders in tech that finding diverse talent is a challenge. What are your thoughts? I I tend to agree with that. You know, I've been in the, t- the technology space, the SaaS space for about the last eight years. And when I look around, um, you know, I see a lot of the same. And I absolutely agree that it's difficult to find um, in a building, in a, in a company, different types of diversity. So I absolutely agree that it's a challenge, but it can be overcome. We need to do better. Sure. So what do you think about the, the push to remove the requirement for CS degrees in terms of um, whether they're applicable for software engineering roles? So I can't speak specifically to software engineering roles, but what I can speak to is what I'm seeing on the sales side and in the company. In general, people have um, the ability to learn and the desire to learn, the tenacity to push through and, and be agile in the process. I tend to think people can learn and be very highly productive and successful in many roles that don't require a, um, you know, four year degree, so to speak. Yeah. And it's really about like, do they have the skills to, to do the job? Right. Yeah. The proven, how, how the proven aptitude. Them. Right. How they acquire them is not nearly as essential as can they do the work? <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and, you know, one of our, one of our, our CTO, he does not have a technical degree and he's amazing. He built our entire platform. And I look at that and think what, what a, um, a huge mistake it would be to, to look at him not as a whole person and test his capability and aptitude because he's the best there is. He's amazing. You sure. know, so I, I look at that and think testing for capability is key. Absolutely. So do you think an apprenticeship pattern would work for tech roles? I think it works for many roles. So I don't see why it wouldn't work for tech as well. Um, I, you know, even in sales, when we are sitting next to people, when we're learning for people, you know, we call it ear hustling. You're picking up on all of the things that are going on around you. And that add, you know, add to your arsenal of talent and add to your arsenal of tools and resources. So I would imagine that would be highly effective as well. Yeah. And I love the fact that right away you picked up on the 
like the mentorship aspect of it, learning from somebody else, like learning from a master, I think is an invaluable way of picking up some of those things yeah. that you know work in practice because the person is like, look, this is just how it's done. The book might say it's this way, but this is how we actually get it done out in the field. So I love it. Well, and there's so many things that on paper sound good, but then you actually put it into practice and it's like, wow, that one went really flat. <laughs> didn't work at all. So I absolutely agree with really watching and experiencing someone else take you through this, I think is so valuable. So what advice would you share with companies that do a good job of bringing people on, training them, getting them ready? How do you retain diverse staff? I think it is really important to understand what specifically, not not in a, a, a larger um, aspect, but individually, what people are looking to learn, what they are motivated by, and, and where they want to go. And I want to call it the difference between, and I've said this before, um, sponsorship and mentorship are different in my mind. And um, I think it's an important thing to be available for people for mentorship, but also if I might not be have the capacity as a leader to do a ton of one-on-one -on -one mentorship, which which takes a little bit of of time on both sides. You know, we're both doing homework, we're both coming to the table. Sometimes we're just not capable of of giving that much time, but we can absolutely be good sponsors for people. So I can I can know an individual's capability. I can feel confident that I am representing them in the room when they're not in the room. And I think about ways that we can keep those people, those individuals top of mind and do our do our best to make sure that we're sponsoring them in a way that helps amplify their voice and pushes them forward. Even if I might not necessarily be able to do, you know, 15 mentors, um, that might be too much for me, but I can definitely sponsor quite a few people in at an executive table. Yeah. And I think people often undervalue the difference that can make in someone's career trajectory Huge. or the opportunities that it just, yeah. just being able to have them pulled into a meeting or have the ability to, you know, give some credit to someone in a room where they yeah. otherwise are just not going to be noticed. So love that, the sponsorship mm -hmm. aspect of things. Mm -hmm. So um, who is someone like yourself that you would like to acknowledge as a leader and think might be a great guest on a podcast like this? The first person that comes to mind is Amy Volus. I don't know if you've spoken with her yet, but she has been in sales for many, many years in both kind of an enterprise fashion. And now she has um, an executive recruiting firm that specializes specifically in sales leadership roles. And, um, you know, if you know anything about sales, you know, sales leaders are, it's about a 19 month. I mean, it's the tenure is very short. And when we, um, and her, her placements, are easily double that. So she does a lot of work to make sure that she's really working with the organization, with the leaders to find the right person for the organization. And she has just a lot to say about um, women and diversity and, and really bringing in people that will be encouragers and supporters for that type of um, endeavor for an organization. Nice. All right. So Amy is on the radar now. So okay, see on program, talk about all the good stuff that she's got working there and especially just the, the raw like stories that they, this is what they've seen work and be successful in the past. Yeah. And this is what you want to stay away from. This is going to create problems and chaos within your organization. I think yeah. it's so valuable to learn those lessons from other people. Like you said, this is like mentorship, right? Yeah. <laughs> little right. lessons, little snack size lessons. Um, <laughs> 
where can we find out more information about your company? This is a great time for any shameless plugs, any special programs that you've got going on. Yeah. So aspireship.com is our website. Um, we're all over LinkedIn. We're consistently looking for companies that are willing to hire people that might not have quote, the perfect resume, you know, might not have all the bullet points there, but have proven capability, like we're talking about, and really, really the right character and attitude as well. That makes a big difference. Um, and we're always looking for individuals who are looking to get into sales. Um, you know, both sides of that are very, very important for, for you know, for our mission. Yeah, absolutely. So I will throw that information in the show notes so that people have an easy way to find your link and connect with you. Sounds like yeah. a great program. So Thank last you. and most important question, uh, and this is, <laughs> it might be tough. I don't know. What have you been snacking on lately? What's your favorite snack? Mike, okay. I'm going to reach. I think it's funny that you just asked that because I literally just pulled this out. Have you ever heard of moon cheese? I uh, literally just pulled this out of my lunch bag. <laughs> so, um, it's like, it's hard little cheese. It's just cheese. And the, so it's kind of crunchy. This is like one of my go-to snacks. You could put it in soup. You could put it on salads. But it's kind of just, you know, when you need a little crunch, but you don't want to eat a whole bag of chips. (laughs) Yeah, I think I have had them. And they're very strong tastes, right? Because they are so um, crunchy and salty. So I can only eat a few. I'm like, I know. Eat the whole bag. So I know. I only eat a few. I only eat a few at a time, you know, a little handful. But, you know, you get that crunch. Sometimes you just got to crunch, you know? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I like it. So crunchy version of cheese. But she's, right. you know, cheese is great in string form. Cheese is great in all kinds of forms. So I like that. Awesome. I'm with you. All right. Well, Christine, I really appreciate you coming on the program today. Thank you for having me. This was great fun. The San Diego Code School is a proud sponsor of the Snack Walls podcast. The San Diego Code School is leading companies to tech equity. The Tech Enabled Apprenticeship Program is a venture whose heart is to do a lot of social good and do good work. You can help San Diego Code School secure funding for change by hiring developers, bringing a team in to relieve your backlog, or becoming a program sponsor. You can visit us on the web for more information at http colon forward slash forward slash sdcs.io. 